The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right, they're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time, and that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets Podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another business breakthrough. I sit down with Raul. He's in California. And what I love about Raul's situation is he's been working as a foreman for 20 years. He finally decided to start his own business, and uh, he's got a great team around him already. He's about one year in, and uh, such a great time. He's looking for more work. He's looking to get his pipeline filled, and he's looking to expand. And I think that's pretty much the story of all of us. So gave him some uh, really good advice on helping him do so. So I think it's going to benefit uh, you guys listening who are in the same boat or wanting to grow. California. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Business Breakthrough. I got my friend Raul here with Mass Painting in California. Welcome, my friend. Um, I really just, whenever I do one of these, I always just like to start with, tell me first, you know, what your business looks like. What, who do you serve and who do you have helping you in your business? Like how many team members do you have? Okay. Uh, well, I started about a year ago. It's a small crew. It's me and about three guys, four guys at times. And I'm pretty much doing all residential here in California, nice. San Diego, California. I love so, it. You started a year ago, right? So, you know, I'll be honest, man. I, you know, I thought you'd be in it a little bit longer than that. What is, uh, what did you do before this? Uh, I've always been a, a field foreman for a company, field superintendent. So I've always, uh, I've been in the business for about 20 years now. Nice. Trade. Nice. So, so decided to jump out on your own. It, you know, I think it was that time. Love it, man. How's it been going so far, man? What's what's been really good about it, and what's something that you feel like could be going a little bit better? Um, everything's been good. Uh, it's been going good, even though I started like when all these things started happening. Wow. So cool. like, I went at it as soon as everything started happening. So I didn't know what was gonna happen, but uh, especially no, in California, God. man, that's that takes a lot of guts, man. We took a hit, but um, you know what? It's like it's been the busiest year for me. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So, so, so what's been, what's something that's been, uh, that you, that you're really like, man, I, I really want to get better in this area. What's that one thing, man? Sales. 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 I've been, yeah. So like I told you before on, on, uh, when we were messaging, so I've been doing pretty good, you know, just by uh word of mouth referrals. Okay. Um, but I definitely want to start growing. So I wanted to see if there's any, thing out there such of a you know angie's list so i don't know something out let's there break that it down man so your problem isn't sales it's marketing that's uh -huh. marketing so right. um and i wouldn't call it a problem it's just lack of awareness of what's out there which i want to help right. you first thing whenever somebody is new into this world you have got to understand the difference between google you've got to understand the difference between angie's list and home advisor and you got to know the difference between facebook because they're all different okay so back 20 years ago, maybe contractors used to work with residential. What did they do to generate business? They did a uh, paper ad in the phone book right. and they, and they, what did they do? Knock on doors, right? Right. Okay. Fast forward 20 years, that paper ad in the phone book has been replaced with a company called Google. And then okay. your knocking on doors has been replaced with Facebook. 
Okay. So Facebook is the digital door knocking. Okay. That's exactly what it is. Now, what is that missing piece? We mentioned Angie's List and Home Advisor. Remember 20 years ago, there'd be this thing called word of mouth. Right. That's what Home Advisor and Angie's List is. They're the superior word of mouth. They're the ones that people are now going to out of trust. Hey, Angie's List is going to provide me with a good referral, good recommendation. Does all that make sense? Right, right, definitely. Isn't it interesting how those three things have replaced the three things of years past? It's not saying that they've made them obsolete because you can certainly put your number in a phone book. You can certainly ask neighbors and friends for recommendations, and you absolutely can certainly knock on doors, right? Right, right, right. But it's a matter of what's convenient and what gets you to your end goal faster, right? Definitely. Okay, so you being a business owner, let's kind of go back. We're going to scale back a little bit. What is your day lined up to be? What does your day look like? What do you do from start to finish? Tell me what that looks like. Um, well, line things up with the, with the crew. Okay. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm pretty much, pretty much all day with the crew. Okay. So you uh, are doing act, you are actually painting. Uh, yes. Okay. And when somebody calls you for an estimate, how do you normally respond? Do you tell them you'll come after work or is it normally something you'll stop working and go do? What does uh -huh. that look like? I am pretty much finding a day during the week to and you're stacking them in that day. Yes. To line okay, about so you're doing a, doing a day stack, which yes. is actually a better approach than leaving the job all sweaty. And I tried feeling, that before. I tried so it. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. work. It's a lot of time. It, does, it doesn't work. So um, tell me about this crew you have. How many members are on the crew? Uh, three guys. Let's say three guys. And, and how did you meet these three guys? Oh, these, these guys. Uh, You've known them for years, years, right? Yeah. 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 And is there one guy on that crew that you would consider the leader? Yes. Okay. And, and I think that this transition here is what's going to really – give you the ability to scale before I tell you what that transition is. What, if you had to identify what your goal is, let's say two years from now, what do you want your company to look like? And that could be a financial goal or it could be a personal goal. What do you have in mind? Like what direction are you heading in? What's ideal for you? Um, I definitely want to grow my crew. I definitely, I definitely want to grow the crew. More teams, and more jobs, more income. Definitely. I would just okay. want to grow in, in, you know, in general. Do you feel overwhelmed right now with the like with the workload, uh, with the kind of like the, I guess the inability to predict outcomes in your marketing? Do you kind of feel a little, a little scarcity in terms of like, am I going to get more jobs next week, the week after? Yeah, sometimes I feel like I mean, once again, the thing ought to be staying busy, but there's there'll be a week where I don't have anything for the next two weeks, but then all of a sudden I get some phone calls and then I and it know, happens. I just yeah. keep going. Sure. Keep okay. Going. So, so here's where I want to kind of, you know, when you reached out to me for advice and the only thing I can do is give advice. There's some people sure. that take it at the very least, you're going to get a perspective. I'm seeing somebody right now. First of all, I, I do coach a good amount of people and uh, I see patterns. There's individuals that are in the very, very, very lowest position. And that is they're working by themselves. There's a next level. That next level is individuals who have a team of maybe one or two, but they don't have anyone on that team that they trust to produce a result 
that would be produced of equal or greater outcome if they were on the job. So they constantly feel like they have to be there. And then there's individuals like you who have a team, but for some crazy reason, you feel as though you need to be on the job. Do you recognize that that's an issue? (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Right. (laughs) Right. So the problem is, is that you don't know what else to do with your time. So you're at a position where you just feel like you need to go to the job, but I'll tell you that's killing the growth of your business because the only way that you can grow a business is by giving people responsibility and overseeing the outcome. Right. So the first step for you is, and I know this is going to be hard, but the first step for you and, and I get it. You're probably the master craftsman on your, on the job, you know, everything, but you need to start empowering that one individual that you said was a leader to start taking over. Okay. Because if you can't do it with one crew, you're not going to be able to do it with another crew. It's be yeah, too hard. Right. Makes sense. So that's no, that's step one. Is that like even today, hand them the keys, get out of there, and go sit at a outside of the coffee shop, and even if you got to wait, play on your phone, go back to the job today and oversee the progress. You have to get in that habit. Right. I know it's going to be hard because right now you don't have estimates to do. You don't have things to do. You can stay, you can get organized. You know, you can, you can organize your schedule. You can come up with your systems. There's things that you could really do if you wanted to, but I'm just saying, get in the habit of giving that guy the control. Next thing is you need to speak it to the customers that that person's in charge. Oh, you need that done. Let me check with Jose or Joe or whatever his name is, and he'll take care of it for you. Get in the habit of letting him hear that he's in charge. Cause what that does is a couple of things. Number one, the two people underneath him, are going to start to go to him for problems, which they probably go to you for right now. Everyone probably goes to you. Yeah. Okay. What does that do? Add workload to you. Okay. And then it doesn't give anyone experience in fixing mistakes. They're going to right. happen. You got to be used to it. Cause if they, if you constantly, like, it's like a child, if you constantly, you know, change them every day, cause you don't want them to mess up. They'll never learn how to change themselves. Right. Right. So be okay with mistakes. But your job is now from lead foreman, because that's what you are. You took what you've done for 20 years. And I know it's going to be hard, brother, but I want you to get this because this is your this is your elevation to growth. You've been a foreman. So you're just doing what you're best at. You're just doing what you know. And that's great. But now you got to graduate from foreman. You need to give someone a raise here. Okay. And I think it, it needs to be formal. And I think this is what creates motivation in individuals. And it also creates... Um, loyalty. So let me give you an example. You as a foreman, there's a good reason why you started your own business, isn't there? Right. You weren't appreciated and you were underpaid. Yes. Right. You weren't given a thought. You weren't given um, responsibility when you knew that you can handle the responsibility. Yes. Well, yeah. More than that was given way too much responsibility. The workload was too high. So no one really took into consideration the workload balance for you and expected you to just keep performing and performing and performing and never checked in to ask you what you needed to do your job more efficiently, or they didn't provide you with the resources to to do your job more efficiently. Right. Okay. So that should be your focus now going forward is how can you make, I'm going to call him Joe. How can you make Joe's job as efficient as possible? How can you give him the resources that he needs to succeed? So it, I believe that it requires a sit down with this person because what we're doing right now, before we even get to marketing, before we even get to sales, we need to get our foundation right. We need to get our production system running without you because there's no effective sales with the the, the salesperson working on the job. That doesn't happen. You can't right. sit with somebody 
confidently, patient, with enthusiasm when you're pressed for time because you stacked four estimates in one day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it doesn't happen. And you know, you know, it doesn't happen. And right. uh, it's almost like because you haven't set it up like this, it's almost like you left the babies at home and you're worried that they're going to, you know, set the house on fire. So there's some anxiety there as well, right? Right, right, right. All right. So hopefully I'm, I know I'm hitting all the points. I just want you to get this last point here. I believe it comes down to a sit down. Am I, am I in, in the right direction here? Yes. Yes. You're making total, total sense. All right, yes. cool. So it, it starts with a sit down. And mm -hmm. I think you go to Joe and say, Hey man, listen, we're going to make some changes here. You're small, but that doesn't mean you can't have structure. Right. You can't have, you know, if you go up to him right now, after you get out of this conversation, Hey Joe, you're in charge. How does that compare to, Hey man, let's go to lunch today. Right. And you sit down with him and say, Joe, listen, man, you've been crushing it. This is the direction we want to take this business. I'm going to make you the new me. You're now the foreman. I will tell the guys that you're in charge. How do you, how do you like that? Right. Say, wow, that sounds great, man. I've actually been hoping that you'd say that. I feel like I can do it. And then you say, with that comes a raise, man. I'm going to raise you a dollar. Thank you. Okay. Don't worry about the money. You have loyalty. You pay as much as you as you can possibly pay for these three individuals that you probably have known for years and they'll do anything for you. So that's where I'm coming from with that. So I'll start off with any questions you have about that. Cause I want to get into marketing, but do you feel like that's something that you could do? Yes. Yes. Definitely makes sense. You know, because think about it from your position as an employee, how that would make you feel. Yeah. Yep. Loyalty, man. We don't right. want good employees to start businesses that become our competition. At the very least, we want them to work for us and then grow. If they want to start their own business, maybe we can work together, you know, but at the very least, we don't want somebody to start a business out of the fact that they didn't have the opportunity to grow in our company and you didn't get the opportunity to grow. That's why you started your business. So we got to create an opportunity of growth, make it formal, say, Hey man, you're the new foreman. And then guess what? That guy who you consider number two, he's the team lead. So when foreman leaves, hey, you're in charge, team lead. Number three, you're the what? You know, apprentice painter or your crew member or whatever. So when new people come into your business, they know, okay, I want to be a team lead or I want to be this. And then you outline responsibilities. Who picks up the paint in the morning? Is it you? Uh, me or my guy. Good. Never pick up the paint again. Okay. So that's a response. <laughs> I'm serious. Right, There's right, no reason. Right. That's a waste of time. You know, that's a responsibility that you could delegate. Right. To the team lead. Hey, you're in charge of picking up the paint in the morning now. Okay. That's it. You know? So, yeah. so again, your job is to free yourself so you can focus and get the most out of your marketing. So let's go back to the marketing real quick. And, and if I'm, am I moving too fast or can I keep no, going? No, no, Perfect. Makes sense. All right. Marketing. Okay. We talked about the three different channels. You have Google, you got to get online. Do you have a website? Uh, yes. All right, cool. So your website is worthless unless people go to your website. Okay. And if there's nothing that people can get to your website, um, it's almost equivalent to there's a big highway and we'll call that the Google highway of all this traffic of people driving. And there's a big billboard on the right side of the highway. And it says premium painting. That's my company. Okay. It's because I've created such a good reputation on Google. Whenever somebody travels on that highway, they see my company first. Your company is five miles off of the highway with no billboard. Okay. So there's two ways to do it. You either pay Google to put your company up, which is the fastest way, or you organically do it over time through SEO, through getting the most reviews, which takes a couple of years. Okay. 
Here's how you win the game. You pay to play. Every job that you make, you should be allocating money to marketing. That's reinvesting in your business. As an employee, you have the employee mindset with money. I don't know about you personally, but I did. Whatever I made, I saved what was left. After I, I would spend first and then I'd save. The difference with the business owner, you need to invest first, spend on your expenses, save what's left. So the investment needs to be, I need to spend money on Google. Okay, that's number one. Get your name on Google. That brings traffic to your website. Then people can interact with your website and go to your company. Okay, that's Google. Let's talk Facebook. Facebook is passive. That means that, what did we say? Knocking on doors. If you go to that house next door and knock on their door and say, hey, you know, I'd like to give you a, a, an estimate to paint your house. They're not in the mindset of, I wanted to paint my house. So it's going to be a lot harder for you to get that sale because they weren't even thinking about it and they didn't have a budget for it. And chances are, if you, if you hard close them, they're going to be a little apprehensive because they're going to feel like they're being taken advantage of. It's not a good experience. Some people, yes. But other than that, like Facebook, the purpose of that is, hey, you're scrolling on Facebook. Hey, look at this transformation here. Wouldn't it be nice to get your house painted? You see the difference? But right. Google, Google is higher intent. That means, hey, I want to get my house painted. They're typing into Google. Oh, okay. Here's mass painting right here. They're, the, the need has been recognized. The budget has been thought of. Now they're ready to get an estimate. Last one right here. Home Advisor, Angie's List, um, all the ones that you've heard of. Yelp. That send you Yelp. Uh, people, again, high, high, high intent because these things require, I wouldn't put, I put Yelp in the Google category um, because it is a search engine. But I would say that Home Advisor, Angie's List, you know, the big lead generators, this is the highest level of intent because they actually have to go to this lead generator, put in all their information, name, When's the last time you gave someone your address? Probably very, very rare. Yeah. Okay. So if somebody actually goes through with putting in their address to have contractors contact them, high need, ready to go, ready to buy. Right? Right. right I right, right, think right. that in the beginning of a business, those are who you should be going for right now. Home advisor, Angie's List, anywhere where you can get as, as quick turnaround from lead to sale as possible. Then, then you scale down on that, okay? Because that's the, that's the most expensive. You're probably going to pay anywhere between 80 and and $100 for HomeAdvisor leads, okay? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, 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 yes. So in terms of sales, what are you doing in sales per week average? Um, well, I'm averaging- 7,000? Yeah, yeah, roughly. About 7,000, 7, okay? So at seven grand, okay, your, your material is probably about 1500 sometimes. Your team probably costs you about two grand, okay, for the week. Okay, so that's 35. So you're operating close to a 50% margin on your business. Then you have other expenses. So let's say what's left over is about 2,500 bucks. Right. So for you as the business owner, you're probably, are you drawing a salary or are you taking distributions? Salary. So you have a payroll company that's hitting you a salary? Perfect. So what we should do is we should look at 500 to $750 a week needs to go back into leads for the first year. 
Don't even worry about making money. You're going to make great money once you add another crew. Because right now, one crew is handling all the marketing expense and the overhead. When you get another crew operating at seven grand a week, those costs get divided between the two crews. Now you're making double the money. You see? But you can't do that unless you market and you can't do that unless you build a reputation. You can't do that unless you scale your business and get your name out there. So my suggestion is you need to call Home Advisor. Okay. You need to get on Home Advisor immediately. They're the biggest ones. Okay. Get on Home Advisor. Second thing is I would consider running some Google ads if you really want to get crazy um, to balance it out. So I would spend maybe, you know, a little bit on Google and then, you know, a majority on Home Advisor and just see how it goes. Right, right. You're, yeah. you're wanna, you want to be present when the need arises in your market. That's how it works. Perfect. Sounds good. So I know it was a lot, man, but I think, uh, I hope that, did that help? Everything came together. Wrapped it up, right? So um, I, do you have any questions on that, man? Is anything outstanding? Yeah, no, no, no. It was, uh, it was, it was pretty good. Pretty good. I got pretty everything. Good? Yeah. Yeah. So when you sign up for that, just, just giving you some insight, you're going to need something to help you follow up with those. Mm -hmm. There's software out there. Drip jobs is one of them. I recommend it because I built it, but I will tell you that the game of leads is following up. You got to call every day until they commit to an estimate. So when you get leads, don't just call once. If they don't answer, forget it. Don't just text once. If they don't answer, forget it. Okay. Right. You got to keep calling and calling and calling until they convert. Right. Okay? Right. You got to got it. Yeah, I've been, I've been watching your videos, follow-ups. You got to follow up, dude, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a lot for today. If, Dude, I'm happy to do this again sometime. Once you get past this point, we'll talk sales and strategy and really capitalizing on leads. Um, but I think that should help. Perfect, perfect. I appreciate your time, and I will be uh, letting you know how, how I'm doing. I'm excited, man. Well, good luck yeah. to you, man. I appreciate your time, and uh, thanks again. Okay, thanks, Ryan. All right, my man. Thanks. Drip Jobs CRM is finally here. That's right. So, Drip Jobs is an automation platform for contractors, home service professionals. It's going to automatically follow up with your customers. It's going to allow you to send invoices, estimates. It's going to allow you to send out blast marketing emails to individuals based on where they are in the buying process. This software is next level. And I'm reaching out to you. You're a listener of this podcast, and I want you to be one of the first ones to give it a shot. So if you want to see what Drip Jobs can do for your business, I'd love for you to head over to dripjobs.com, sign up for a free demo, and get your team involved, and let us sit with you and show you how powerful this software is. It's going to save you time, it's going to make you money, and you're going to love the features that are built into Drip Jobs. So if you want to check it out, head over to dripjobs.com, and we will give you first priority being a podcast listener uh, to be one of the very first to try out Drip Jobs in your home service business. I'm super excited to share that with you, and I'll catch you on the next episode.